Hey everyone, Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I didn't talk about it uh, during the episode because I didn't know for sure if we were going to do it, but we are recording a Life is Strange Before the Storm spoiler episode, hangover type of thing, uh, after the outro of this week's episode. So uh, if you tuned in for that, it will be after the outro, as I said. Uh, So tune in. Welcome, everyone, to episode 342 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. No Will just yet. Will is apparently having internet troubles and will join us as soon as he he can. Our main topic for today is going to be Celeste, the indie puzzle platformer, platformer? Metroidvania platformer. Metroidvania platformer. Uh, I was supposed to play it and did not get the opportunity. That's why I didn't really know what kind of game it was. But uh, Eric and Corey have played plenty. Uh, Will's not also, you know, doesn't matter if he's not necessarily on for the main segment because I don't believe he played it either. So <clears throat> that is our main topic. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Not I. That is all I played this week is Celeste. Yeah. Yep, me too. Okay. I was a fraction of an inch away from downloading the Final Fantasy 15 Mobile Edition just to give it a try, but I want to wait and just play the full experience when it comes out on PC in March. It's out? It came out today. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. The first cool. chap the first chapter is free and then after that you pay for the next three or four chapters it's like 99 cents and then the other chapters are it ends up being about $20 for the whole game. So Awesome. But I've read really good things about it. Uh, that's off topic, but I was really tempted to play that. But yeah, I'll wait for the full, ex- full on experience. So without further ado, let's get into Celeste. We talked a little bit about it last week, but I think we're going to get a little more in depth of this week. Right, fellas? Oh, baby. Yeah. Go ahead, Corey. It's a good game. I better responder. It's it's a it's a it's a really good game. But did you know that these games have a name? Massacre? Massacre. Have you ever heard that? Is it because you like masochists? Yeah. Masochists and hardcore. I guess, yeah. I saw it on Polygon and I'm like, huh, never heard that before. Oh, maybe I don't believe it. <laughs> maybe Polygon's just trying to F- fake news. Pull fast one. Fake yeah, news. Definitely fake news. There you go. Yeah, so I mean, if it's in that same genre as games like Super Meat Boy, um, yeah. what's that other two? Rogue Legacy, or, sort of, but Rogue Legacy is a little less masochistic. And I honestly, I think Celeste isn't uh, to the point that a Super Meat Boy is. It's a little bit closer to um, a Rogue Legacy or even like Mario than Rayman. Yeah, more more like that. I mean, it, there is some really tough platforming, but. Um, I don't think it's it's as difficult. I, I I didn't pull my hair out as much with Celeste as I did with a game like Super Meat Boy, although it is very similar in that you can uh, jump and grab onto walls. I think in Super Meat Boy you could just slide down them, though, right? You couldn't yep. go up them. Well, you could. 
by, by jumping, slamming, and then slamming and slamming. And... Right, right. Yeah. Super so Meat Boy. You're so telling good. me Super Meat Boy is is much harder than Celeste? Yes. Is it in, like infuriating? Yes. Um. Yeah. It's it's pretty frustrating, it. but, but simultaneously rewarding. Extremely yeah. rewarding. Yeah. However, I will say I felt the same, if not more, uh, rewarding feelings on the difficult platforming in Celeste than I did in Super Meat Boy. I guess in Super Meat Boy, it was more of a thank God. Yeah, relief. Whereas in Celeste, (laughs) it's like a victory. It's like, yeah, that was awesome. Like, I am the the best platformer in the world. It gives you that feeling. And I, I mean, I know that's not true, but when you really pull off one of the longer... Uh, longer so platforming, short, Yeah, thanks. When you pull off one of those longer platforming challenges, um, it's it's extremely rewarding. Wouldn't you agree, Eric? Oh my God, yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's a great adrenaline rush, and uh, you know, I've been playing this game as we discussed last week on silent because I mostly play it laying in bed next to my sleeping wife and child. Um, so like, it gives you that adrenaline rush where like, if I was by myself. I'd probably let out a some sort of yelp with I did. excitement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of do the old fist pump in the air so nobody can hear me. Um, it's it's exhilarating to say yes. the least. It is the way the way the puzzles are crafted, and um, I oh. said this last week too, and I'll say it again. But the the difficulty curve uh, is beautiful, in my opinion. I can't really remember playing a game that scaled up in difficulty as well as Celeste. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Uh, And that's really meaningful, especially when, like, at the end of the game, you're having the most most problems. Um, I couldn't really... I was trying to think of another game that did that as well, and, like, the only one that came to mind were, like, the older Mario games. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm towards... Well... I haven't beat it yet. I've I've got uh, just about eight hours into it, and I'm towards the end of it, Corey. But I I love how, uh, at least so far, the part I'm in is kind of like a culmination of each of the different levels. Mm-hmm. It's like one long um, platforming puzzle from each different uh, mechanic in the game. Yeah. Um, but like you said, like it just kind of builds up to to this this point, and it's just so well made. It is. Um, one thing that I want to mention, uh, and I I forgot my point, so I'm I'm vamping here a little bit. But it was what you just said, Eric, and now I can't remember it. The good the, point towards the end where it. Oh yeah, uh, so all the mechanics. Right. So yeah, that's um, another thing I like about the game is each chapter kind of introduces its own mechanic. Uh, and it's only seen in that chapter and towards the end of the game to which Eric is referring to. But what I really like about that is as soon as I started to get annoyed and frustrated with a mechanic, it moved on. Like I had beaten the chapter and it was time to to find a new one. Um, specifically the one where you're the wind one where you're walking through wind the whole time. That was my I, absolute favorite. I started to get annoyed. I, I enjoyed it too, but I mean, I enjoyed every chapter, but towards the end of that, like that was the one where I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to be at my normal speed hmm. doing these things again. Um, so that was welcome. But uh, I, I don't know exactly how many chapters there are, but um, each one has something unique. I can tell you. Oh yeah. Are you in game currently? Well, I have it in sleep mode. 
Well, there you go. But um, my favorite one is the one with the little like space blocks. They look like um, like a screenshot of a bunch of galaxies or something. Oh, it's just yeah, colored yeah, yeah. dots. But when you so we should back up a little bit and talk about what the mechanics are. There's no like leveling up. There's no items to collect. Uh, there's collectibles, but they don't influence gameplay at all. All it is is a basic 2D platformer. You can jump and you can dash. And later on in the game, you do unlock a little additional thing, but uh, it's it's short-lived, and I wouldn't consider it part of the, the main gameplay. Uh, but that's it. So all it is is you and the puzzles and your expertise to get through them. Um, but yeah, so my favorite... My favorite mechanic it, are those space blocks, or whatever you call them, that when you jump and dash through them it pushes it pushes you you like what's the word uh you transport through it at the same angle you came into your dash on it um and that i don't know i just had a really good time with that dashing through those things and like keeping it going because after you go through it it refreshes your dash so you're midair blasting through these blocks and then it pushes you towards the next one and then you have to blast through that one in a different direction and it just kind of goes from there uh, but it also does that that thing that good all good puzzle platformers do is um it introduces you to the mechanic in like the first part of the area and then by the end of it you've like mastered it did you have a favorite one eric favorite mechanic um i don't think i had one that stood out to me uh i think i pretty much enjoyed all of them yeah. To be honest with you, I didn't have one that I thought was really spectacular, but I think now that you mentioned that one, that one was pretty cool. Um I'm trying to think now. No, I just liked the after the first two or three levels or worlds, I thought they started to get a lot more pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. Pretty much after the the hotel. Yeah. After the hotel, I, I I didn't love the look of the game before the hotel or during the hotel, but uh, one of the reasons I actually ended up buying it was because I was looking at screenshots of it, and I was like, oh, you know, I I think it looks kind of cool. There's different worlds that have different looks to them. Um, That's one of the reasons I bought it. And then the first couple of levels were all kind of shitty looking, just in color and kind of drabness, but I think they did that for a reason. But... um, yeah, I, I think I liked the look of the levels and just kind of the 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 way the game handled more than the actual mechanics, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. And it does it does handle extremely well. Um oh, yeah. you're playing on the Switch, Eric. I was playing on PC with the three sixty oh. controller. Okay. I struggled a little bit with the thumbstick. Um, uh, yes, I'm, I'm having the same issue on, I'm playing all in handheld mode on the switch with mm-hmm. the Joy-Con connected. Okay. Um, and I don't, I may, maybe it's not just cause of the switch. I thought it was because of kind of the width of it. Um, my left thumb sometimes doesn't, and it's, it's probably my fault. It doesn't always go in the direction I want to. Like, if you jump into one of those red balls yeah, and you hold the stick in a direction you want to go flying, I, you know, sometimes I had some issues with that. But the game reloads you into the world so fast that it really didn't bother me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and I did switch a couple times to the D-pad just because it was more accurate. Yeah in my jumps um so it wasn't that big of that big of a deal but uh, i guess it's worth noting that i did i did struggle with the thumbstick a little bit i wonder do, do these newer controllers do they have like 
Do they have like grooves in the thumbstick so it can like settle into one of the eight directions? Does that make know. sense? No, I don't think so. They're fully like 360. That's okay. what I'm asking. I wonder if that's, if that's <clears throat> something that could be developed, you know, because that was the problem. It was the 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 angled ones, the, you know, yeah. top left quadrant going left and yep. up at the same time. Um, those ones were the were the tough ones. So I was just trying to visualize like h- how you could fix that on a on a controller with a thumbstick. I mean, maybe you can't. I don't know. But um, I did you, end up switching to the D-pad a couple of times. I was going to ask you if you can use the D-pad. Yep. 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 Uh, what else, Eric? Uh, la, 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 la. You getting into the story at all? Yeah, I really enjoyed the story. It does pass my uh, my games as art lit litmus test. Um, without getting too in depth with the story, it's basically about uh, conquering your your demons and overcoming challenges and stuff, uh, which is apt in a in a game that is all about overcoming challenges. I know you said you weren't really connecting with it, Eric. Did that change at all, or do you feel the same? Yeah. Yeah, I like it more than I did. Okay, um, that's good. I, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of reading during playing while I play video games, so I I do a fast skim of the the uh, text. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I like it. It's it's a little bit corny, sure for my taste, but that could just be because I'm an asshole. Um, but yeah, I'm, I like it. I like the characters. That's cool. Theo. Theo, yeah, he's kind of a doof. But he's all right. Well, he's from he's from California. Yeah. So there is I what one thing no that offense, Tito. Yeah. <laughs> one uh, one interesting thing about the game is that it's set in the real world. Um, I don't know if Celeste Mountain is a real mountain in I'm gonna look the Canadian Rockies, but that's where it's set. And Celeste, there that's not her name. Her name is Madeline, the main character. Um, I changed her name. She's from Vancouver. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought it was interesting that it was Celeste Mountain. I believe it is. There you go. Um, Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting that it's set in the real world, but it has this weird kind of fantasy aspect to it. How do I say that? So Celeste Mountain in Costa Rica. Probably not the same. (laughs) Yeah, not the same one. Unless it's a real big mountain. Um yeah, so other than that, I mean, there are some extras. The strawberries are just a uh, added challenge. They don't do anything. Although I think there might be something to do with the strawberries. Some at, would be all over at yeah. the end of the game. But uh, I mean, that's a, that's going to be a speed running thing. It's going to be you know your speed run time, no strawberries. Your speed run time, all strawberries. That's I think that's how this game was designed. There's also um, B sides that you can find. There's cassette tapes hidden in every chapter. Um that if you unlock the B-side after you beat the chapter, you can revisit the chapter with a much harder, much harder version. Have you tried any of the B-sides, Eric? No. It's very difficult. Um, I tried one of them for like 15 minutes and just just died over and over again and made it to the second screen, and I'm like, yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not, that's not really me. my thing. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but it's a cool aspect, and it gives the game oh, yeah. a lot of replayability. And I'm not sure um, if beating the B-sides gives you some sort of secret ending. It probably does. I don't know. I did Google uh, Celeste secret endings and didn't really find anything. So maybe not. I don't I don't know. But Or maybe just nobody's done them all yet, which I find hard to believe because people usually beat these games and unlock everything within the first week they're out. 
the other thing you can do is find these crystal hearts. Uh, kind of a spoiler to say what they do, but there is an after the after the credits level uh, that those crystal hearts help you in. Uh, but they're a, another hidden item throughout the game. But so you don't need all of them to play the level at the end. You do. You need all of them. Yes. There's four, yes. I think. Um, the other cool, probably the coolest part of the game is the game within the game, the Pico 8 version of Celeste, which, come to find out, is that's what this game was based on, was this Pico, and I didn't even know this was a thing. I'd never even heard of it. Uh, so the Pico 8 is a virtual console that people use to create and share Game Boy-style games. Mm. Which I thought was pretty cool. So Celeste, I read was an article about that like a year ago. Yeah, Celeste it's was its originally, own special like system. Yep, it was designed in Pico Eight, <sighs> and wow. that that the ver that version of the game exists within this game. Uh, it's hidden; you have to find it. But once you unlock it, you can play it from the the menu. Um, and it's I didn't get that far into it, but I pretty much got through the first chapter and i think it's just the full game except in this game boy style <laughs> is it really yeah it's incredible it's so cool um i did I unlock that yeah yeah I, I i enjoyed that i'll probably revisit that just because i had such a good time playing that yeah um not much else to talk about for Celeste, for me, it's it's one of those games that it's very very good at what it does, but it doesn't do a ton. Um, that at least that's worth talking about. I don't know, Eric. Did you have anything? No, I just uh, you know I think if you have a Switch, especially this one's uh, probably a must buy on there. It's just mm-hmm. a really really well made game with a needle story and a lot of interesting looking worlds and mechanics and really well thought out um, level design. Yeah, and it's, Early... it's challenging, but it's not like you said. It's not. It's not going to like, you know, make you go crazy or anything like that. It's. It's just. Uh, it, it, my favorite thing about it maybe is how quickly you get loaded back in after you die. Yeah, and longer than that, I. No way. And even um, so, every time you advance to a new screen, it saves. So when you die, yeah. you just go back to that screen. And a lot of times, it's a couple minutes, right, to get through one screen is is the yeah. longest. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you try and fail a few times and then you get it. So it, you, you're only really losing a little bit of time yep. each time. The, the, like you were kind of saying earlier, the, uh, the length of each level and each separate screen is really perfect. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. And, it, but there's always a few that are like super challenging and they take yeah. a little bit more, but like when you get through them, you, you feel that much better. Yep. Sweat equity. You get in what you put out or you <laughs> get out what you put in <laughs> i don't know solid yeah, game early contender for game of the year for me oh yeah definitely biggest surprise contender indie game sure again rainy, i knew rainy I, day I, game. I knew nothing about it until you talked about it in our group chat yeah so i i, I discovered it because i saw i think it was ign tweeted they gave out their first 10 of the year and it was on Switch, so I said, well, I'm 50% more likely to buy it. Let me look at it. <laughs> exactly. And there it is. Dan, I think you're interested, right? Are you going to... I'm oh, definitely going to buy it. I, it I just didn't get the chance to, to buy it and play it this yeah. week. It's too bad we can't do game share on the Switch. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's something they got to figure out. I've got it on Steam. I know. But I should I... mention... 
if I'm playing a game on on Steam, it's going to be one of my four in February games. Um, I have two more points to bring up, and I forgot to mention the pixel art is really good in the game. But uh, one thing I really like about pixel art is when they do the pixel art, but they have all these modern flourishes that go with it. Uh, another thing this game does really well. There's this moment. So you know, in these old 8-bit, 16-bit, whatever you want to call them, games, they have the chat boxes with the image of the character that it talks to you, and you know, then it switches to the other one, and then the other one talks to you. And it's just a static image of the character. Maybe their facial features change depending on their mood. Uh, but there's a moment in this game where the character like crawls out of its portrait in the chat thing and like slithers all over. It's really cool. Uh, that jumped out at me. Eric, did, did, did that jump out at you, or don't you know what I'm talking about? Or maybe you didn't catch it? I don't think it's ringing a bell. I think you're past that point, or maybe maybe you're not. I don't know, but uh, I, prob- I think I probably am. Really, really good. And I know I had a second point, but I already forgot what it was. So, Sorry. Maybe not. Um, no, I don't want to spoil anything. I'll ask it later. Oh, I do remember what I wanted to say. I played this on Steam Link, mm. and it was a perfect Steam Link game. And I also discovered that my Steam Link runs way better when I'm on my 5 gigahertz band than when I'm on my 2. Yes. Point, what is it? It's it, 2.4. 2.4. It's Night the same with the, it's yeah, it's the same with the Switch. Uh I was it Splatoon or Mario Kart? I was having all sorts of of disconnects and stuff uh, on the 2.4 band, which is usually the the more robust band. Uh, but yeah, the second I switched over to the five gigahertz, my connection issues on the switch all but stopped. And yeah, my Steam Lake is the same way. I have that on the five gigahertz band, and it yeah. runs fantastic. I guess I guess the rule of thumb is um, five gigahertz is better co- at combating interference, but it has a shorter range. And yep. two point four is the opposite: longer range, but more likely to be interfered with. So yeah. I think my theory about there just being something really interfering with my wi-fi in my apartment is probably accurate yep my kitchen is a wi-fi dead zone yeah even cell signals will cut out in spots in my kitchen for some reason it's all that lead surrounding the dead bodies underneath (laughs) buried under the floorboard it's definitely that okay any other thoughts on celeste nope two thumbs up two four thumbs up uh worth every penny it's on on Steam, on Switch. Is it on uh, PS4 or Xbox One? Do we know? It's got to be, right? I, I would think. At least probably, PS4. I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I don't know what I paid on Steam. Does anybody know if it's 20 or 15? I think it's 20. I think it's 20. Okay. It's tw- definitely 20 on the Switch. All right, I got it right here, Dan. It's on the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, yep. Windows, Linux, and mm-hmm. Mac. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, it's available for everything. Okay. All right. Let's let's get in. Nice. Let's get into nibble bits, shall we? Sure. Uh, I'll go first because I only have one that I found literally the last minute. Uh, it's kind of a slow news week, which me and Eric were discussing yeah, earlier I, before I the episode started. I in, but I said there's nothing worth tweeting no. out, so I didn't. Um. And mine is that Activision Blizzard made $4 billion on microtransactions last year. 
<laughs> so I had not going about anywhere. Had, I was going to say I I had hope last week with you know the the way Super Mario Odyssey was selling specifically and Breath of the Wild being single player games without the games as service microtransactions. They do have DLC, but it's it's full DLC, you know, um, which I don't mind. But yeah, this is uh, it's disheartening to say the least. So. So people were buying yeah. crates in WW2 then. W yep, World War Two. The uh, Overwatch probably has a, a large part of that. Hearthstone. Hearthstone is another one. Yep. World of Warcraft. Uh, what else is on here? Grand Theft Auto Online. So there's some heavy hitter microtransaction games on there. There was was it Kotaku Split Screen? I was listening to one of the gaming podcasts. I listen to regularly and they got an email from somebody who works for a company that handles uh, microtransactions for smartphones. And he was saying like, you would be shocked at the amount of people that spend more than a hundred thousand dollars in a video game in a year. Really? Yeah. So oh my there's, God. A, there's a lot of whales out there, huh? I That's just can't insane. imagine that. I mean, I, I feel like even if I had the money, I, I don't. I just don't. I can't see myself doing that. No way. No. Just, I mean, stupid mobile game. Yeah, it's just throwing money away. I mean, the the type of person that has that money to to blow on that. Uh, I mean, they're operating on an entirely different set of. <sighs> wavelength of thought <laughs> yeah, yeah. Insan- uh, mild insanity i don't even think we mild. could we could grasp <laughs> sane enough to be functional in the world but not sane enough to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a mobile game <gasps> on candy crush saga yeah or whatever that's kind of the whipping boy it's candy crush saga but there's a lot of them and there's probably a lot of a lot worse ones than than that I wonder what what the big one is nowadays. I know you guys got into Clash of Clans last year. Yeah, yeah a couple I, years ago. I never spent a dime on it though. No, no, I know. I'm just I'm just curious what's what's the uh cash cow? Yeah. I think Will would be the one to answer that one. Yes, he would. He's, you know, he's hip to what the kids are are playing these yeah. days. Yeah, he's hip to the kids. <laughs> You never, as a young person, you're like, you're always, you know, when I'm an adult, I'll be, you know, I'll be into, or I'll at least know what all the, all the kids are into. And then you get to be an adult and you have no idea or you think it's stupid and actively avoid it. It's shocking. Yeah. The music is what really, the music that's popular these days, I can't wrap my head around. Yeah. Totally agree. That's that's a discussion for another time. Yeah, we'll have a old man complaining about things <laughs> episode. Oh, there's a, that's going to be a long one. <laughs> it's funny you guys are talking about this because there was a post on Reddit today, front page of Reddit. This guy who was 98 years old, uh, his son was having him guess his age, and he started at 70, 79. And the kid, the guy's like, nope. And then he's like, 89? He's like, nope. And then he's like, 90. And then he went up from there and finally landed on 98. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm old. Uh, come to find out, there's a subreddit called Just That. Fuck, I'm old. Uh-huh. And it's all that stuff that you guys are talking about. One of the, I laughed. Uh, one of the ones I saw today was 
uh, I found a cam girl who was born in the year 2000. Oh, man. Nice. That's, that's, <laughs> Think about that, it. That's disheartening. Yeah, right. Well, I where I work, I have to check IDs fairly often for alcohol because we're in a college town. Mm-hmm. And, man, I see some of these IDs and the years on them, and I'm thinking, you can't possibly be 21, and they are. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I saw, like, a movie that came out in, like, 2003, 2004. I'm like, that's not that long ago. And then I'm like, wait, that's, like, 15 years ago. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The weird one for me is that, the, the comparing everything to September 11th, like there are people out driving on the road right now that were born after yeah. 9/11. Oh wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I was still in high school. That makes sense. Cray cray. Yep. Anywho, what do you have, Corey? Uh, just one, and I scrounged it up right before this this podcast. Um, right. Google's Yeti is oh. a game streaming service that they've been working on, uh, reportedly a gaming hardware streaming service. service. Uh, the, this report is coming from the information, which I've never heard of, but uh, it is being mirrored on Ars Technica. So, Yeah, I've seen that a few a few different places. Yep. It's interesting. It's, it's the OnLive 2.0, I guess. Yeah, so uh, similar to something like PlayStation Now, which I guess would be the popular example these days. GeForce Now. Yep, GeForce Now, which I, I think I texted you guys, but I would like to do an episode on GeForce Now. Yeah, we should. Well, uh, one of my friends you, er, is in the beta for it and has played a few games on it and says it runs really well. I think it's open beta, isn't it? It might be. I think I saw that somewhere. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently that runs really well, and I guess if somebody was somebody else was to get it right, it'd be Google, you know, as it relates yeah. to cloud, cloud hardware. Yeah. That's kind of a... What's the word? Paradox? Paradoxical? What's the, like, when you say two words that mean opposite things together? Cloud hardware? Juxtaposition? No. Paradox? Paradigm? Is it paradox? No. What's that word? I (laughs) I guess it doesn't matter. We're not going to be able to come up with it. I'm a little loopy today. Yeah. Okay. You want me to do Will's? Yeah. Um, I looked at what had been tweeted, and the only thing that was out there, and I knew it was Will as soon as I saw it, um, the next Call of Duty has been rumored to be Cod Blops 4. Black Ops 4, for the layperson. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so Will texts me, he goes, well, Eric, at least we know we don't have to buy Call of Duty this year. He's right. Yeah. Hated, hated the last one. You say that now. I'm not buying it. Not a fucking chance. I don't. I don't blame you. Uh, does anyone want Cod Blops for anyone? There's probably some people out there, but man, is that tired? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Especially with the success of World War II. And uh, it's also it's being made by Treyarch, which I think is one of Will's favorite Call of mm-hmm. Duty developers. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that would sway his opinion at all, but probably not. Yeah. Okay. How was your week, Eric? Pretty good. Uh, geez, I'm trying to think if I did anything. Oh, I had my birthday. Yeah. That's what I did. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Out of applause. 
Yeah, I didn't do anything for it. I sat around watching The Office with the baby. And that was really about it. The wife made me lasagna. Dude, that's my birthday to a T. Yeah, yeah. Demand a lasagna and not to do anything. So I made steak because we got married on my birthday. So it's also our anniversary. So I made steak dinner the day of. Uh She made lasagna for me the day after my birthday. Nice. uh, Which was really good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I don't think I've really been up to too much. I did. I feel like I watched something that I wanted to tell you guys about. I did. I can't remember what it's called, though. It's about... Shit. National Lampoon. It's something to do with the National Lampoon. You know what yeah. I'm talking about, Corey? Yeah, I watched the, on Netflix, the movie. Yeah. I forget it's, what it's called. Uh, something Gesture. Mm. Shit. I'm, I'm oh, Googling and I'm still not finding. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got a it. feudal. Called, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. A, fu- a feudal and stupid gesture on Netflix. Um, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Now this, I, I'm assuming it was a true story. Is this, is that right? About kind of how National Lampoon was founded? I got to be honest. I don't really know. Okay. Because uh, I could see them making a film I, that yeah. seemed that way, but wasn't. But like the ending really confused me. Did you did you, did you see the ending? Yeah. Because didn't wasn't I mean it's that's a spoiler, but maybe I shouldn't say it. But okay. wasn't that the guy in the beginning? Wasn't that him? Oh, that's the same thing my wife said. I don't know. I was just confused by that whole thing. Maybe I yeah missed. I'm something. not. I'm not really sure. Uh, Wikipedia says it is an American biographical comedy film based on. Josh Karp's book of the same name. Oh, okay. So, anyway, it was great, cool. Great cast. Yeah, yeah. Really funny. I, I would recommend it. It was cool, Dan, um, because they reference a lot of the older, like, National Lampoon movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they there's a bit with Caddyshack. And <laughs> Chevy, Chevy, they have an actor who plays Chevy Chase, and he does a ton of cocaine. There's an actor that plays Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, man. Classics. Yeah. And they're wearing their golf get up and they kind of like recreate the scenes a little bit. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. um, I think that's it. I think that's all I did. Okay. Anything, Corey? Uh, Yeah. No, not really. Um, Another watch recommendation on Netflix is uh, Altered Carbon. I, good? I'm going to watch that. I I really liked it. It's yeah. another one of those, though, that like critically like 60 on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. But like 98 user score. Um, real, real, real normal people really like it. So yeah. and I loved it. I yeah. don't know if we finished it last Definitely night because I fell asleep, but highly recommended. It takes place in the. Uh, it starts in the relatively near future and then it skips ahead to like the far future. Uh, the, the gist of it is that humanity has developed a way to transfer consciousness into a computer chip, uh, that can be used to regenerate somebody if they die. Uh, but it's more about class warfare, like what that means for the wealthy compared to the poor, what that means for religions, and there's a religious sect that sort of tries to enact a revolution 
Um, but it's really, really entertaining. And the the Joel Kinnaman is the lead actor. He was in The Killing. I don't know what else he would be known for, but I really like him. Um, really, really cool sci-fi setting. They do a really good job. It's uh, I re- read that it's it's cyberpunk's kind of moment of glory. Yeah, because that's one of the at least as far as movies and TV goes, that's one of the more the less popular forms of sci-fi. Yeah, so that's a good 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 point. Yeah, I I recommend it to all you all you jabronis. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch that. Speaking of jabronis, speaking of bros, <laughs> oh man, boy, well, can you guys hear me? All right. Yeah, are you on yeah. your phone? Yeah, so for whatever reason, I've spent the last uh, 45 minutes trying to get it working on my computer. It says nobody's online, and it won't let me connect. You probably need to update it. I did twice. I went through huh. the updating process. And then like when it said, do you want to restart Skype, I would click, mm. yeah, let's start it. Uh, and then it just wouldn't do anything. I know why Will tuned in just now. Why? So we can talk about Dragon Ball Super. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Will, how was your week? <laughs> is, it, is it my turn? Yeah. Sure. I, I, uh, get it out of the I way. I came in on Jabroni. Uh, so, yeah, my week's good. Uh, the main thing that I did was I finally caught up to the current episode of Dragon Ball Super. I'm getting, I'm sorry, Will, I'm getting a very, like, YouTuber vlog vibe from you right now. Like, yeah. laid back, holding your phone it's... up. Pretty funny. This is Will's world. Hit that <laughs> thumbs up button. Subscribe. We're all just living in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm currently caught up to Dragon Ball Super. Uh, and I'm really excited. And I came up with the brilliant idea. And Corey, I wanted to get your temperature on this. But you know how you and Dan did the Game of Thrones at the end of Thumbstick Athletes? Uh, or yep. did hangovers for him? Yep. I think you and me, once you start watching Super, should do Hangovers. Uh, we watch two, three episodes, talk about them, uh, and, you know, do what you guys did for Game of Thrones. I'm into it. Is this going to replace... I don't think the demand's there, Will. Uh, Eric's probably right, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the demand for us... <laughs> the demand's us not there, there so. for our podcast, period. So. There you go. <laughs> but we're still doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, no, it does not have to replace Game of Thrones. Uh, no, I was going to ask. What was I going to ask? I don't remember. If well, I this is commandeer for a half a second. This is the third time I've lost my train of thought. Go ahead, Eric. This is like a normal day for me, Corey. You guys are <laughs> catching up. <to> <laughs> um, kind of uh, same sphere that Will's talking about, Corey. I think when Westworld season two comes out, you and I hit that. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. That's a good idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Yep. Back to Dragon Ball, though. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little idea I came up with. You and I wanted to do a Dragon Ball podcast. Uh, that idea was stolen from us by Giant Bomb. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Will and I have been workshopping our Dragon Ball podcast for a couple months. And there they go one day. Just, and then the most just, popular gaming podcast. Does that <laughs> does that mean the worm, boys? Does, there, does that mean true. there's a, a mole in the Thumbstick Ooh. Athletes podcast? At this point, I'm starting to think so. Well, wouldn't okay. you guys all think it was me? Yes. No, I would think it was me because I didn't want you guys to get involved with that bullshit. <laughs> oh, good, good call. Good boy. 
Yeah, Eric wrote Gersman. I said, Jeff, I've got a great business opportunity for you. <laughs> It'll crush two Under, people's spirits on my podcast. Underserve. What gives me hope, though, is that they released it on their Giant Bomb Presents channel, and none of that stuff is permanent. Hmm. I think we, we, me and you, Corey, have potential to do Dragon Ball some good service. Oh, I agree. There's a lot of potential there with our with our brilliant minds and that brilliant show. Undeserved service, if I might add. Uh, to each their own. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, no, I haven't really been doing... I've just been doing a lot of schoolwork. Had a snow day yesterday, which was awesome. Uh, that's where I watched, I think, 30 episodes of Dragon Ball. That a boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good day right there. Oh, by the time like, I came down at 9 and just sat and watched until like 10. That's 10 hours. Yeah, then I went and go, like, I lifted right after. Went to bed. <laughs> it's 10 hours of Dragon Ball. <laughs> yep. Caught up, though. I knew if I didn't catch up soon, I would put off schoolwork. So I'd rather do that now as opposed to later. Good point. So, um, yeah, that's it for me, though. What did I miss? Mm-hmm. Anything entertaining? Uh... <laughs> No. <laughs> not on this show. <laughs> no, no, Corey and I knocked it out of the park with Celeste. How long was the main segment? No, 25 uh, minutes. Long yeah. enough. Oh. Okay, yeah. that's pretty good. I thought when you said that, Eric, it was like you were referring to it like it was five minutes long. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we did it justice. Mm-hmm. Good. Should I buy it? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've been thinking could, about it. Or you could just you play mine on Steam. Should check out the Thumbsick Athletes podcast review of it. Okay. It should go up to uh, tomorrow. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, for me, I've got a couple things. Uh, first, two food-related items to share. Oh, yeah. The first, Eric, uh, I know you also part- partook in this. The Taco Bell... What, what are they? Taco fries? Nacho fries. Nacho, Nacho fries. fries. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you get the box? Uh, no, I think we just got the fries. Okay, I want yes, the, just the fries. nacho fry big box. Uh-huh. What comes in that? Well, what's supposed to come in it, Dan, Uh-oh. is your nacho fries a... <sighs> shit. Now you had to ask me, didn't you? A okay. hard shell taco and a... It's one of my favorite things. Cheesy gordita crunch. Gotcha. I did not get that. In my box, I got two hard shell tacos, oh, which are average at best. One of was... them was nacho, at least. Oh, okay, that's all right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, the fries are good. They taste like seasoned fries. If you ever had like seasoned fries from somewhere, that's what they taste like, with a little bit more of a spice flavor. Uh, and then it comes with the Taco Bell nacho cheese that you dip them in, and it's 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 quite a good flavor combination. Very uh, good. They complement each fan. other very nicely. The, ch- the fries are good without the uh, cheese yes. too. Yes, they are. Uh, like I said, they they taste like seasoned fries with a little bit more kick kick to them. Um, they're they're quite good. Uh, so I had that, and then I tried the, and I'm not even really sure what it's called, but Corey sent us a uh article about it but it's it's olive gardens version of nachos and they're like deep fried i almost want to say like lasagna noodles that are 
made to be like chips and then they cover it with uh sauce and cheese and then there's um some kind of was it pepperoncini peppers on there mm. um boy is that good like crazy scary unbelievably good and when when <clears throat> we ordered carry out and the guy when he was loading up my back he's like yeah these are these are real good <laughs> that's awesome nice so yeah about we, olive garden going the the glutton route yeah well that you know what that's gonna bring people in there because absolutely times yeah yeah like I, I would say probably most places have an italian restaurant that makes good mm. you know like authentic italian food i think olive garden needs to go the yeah you know, experimental route yeah i guess uh but because we ordered meals in addition to those uh later that night i had idea sorry dan idea bible okay i had i want uh italian restaurant to do for italian food what taco bell did for mexican food yeah oh yeah that's that's a great idea Corey. damn it your idea was not i just clarified you put a name to it Corey. yes you did okay um I had the worst heartburn I've ever had in my life later that night. And I don't I don't get heartburn, I don't get indigestion, but I felt like garbage. So something I ate did not agree with me. Which is unfortunate because I don't like I feel like I won't even be able to eat those things again because my heartburn was so bad. Heartburn's the worst. Yeah. It was it was brutal. You know, the hot snack and Oof. The, you know, just burn, acid burn. Uh, that you even when you drink water or milk or whatever, it doesn't go away. You ever yeah. woken yourself up with a hot snack? Oh yeah, yep. It sure. happens probably probably about once a month, maybe. I've never heard it referred to as hot snack. Hot snack, yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible that's way to wake all up. I'll know it as now. Yeah. Ugh. That's when you when that happens to you. You know you made mistakes in the, <laughs> the previous day. Yeah. Yeah, we eat a lot of spicy food here, so that's probably why I get those things. Other than that, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. So, should we get right into what we played? Yeah, might as well, Dan. Sure, let's let's hit it. Okay, Uh, let's start with 4 in February progress. Has anyone uh, started up their 4 in February games? Not I. Would you start, Corey? Celeste? Well, that's right. That was a late addition to your 4 in February. And I beat it. Well done. Thank you. Didn't you start that in January? Yeah, so what I'm going to do, because I know you guys are going to be assholes, because you like to be assholes. Whoa, don't include me in that. (laughs) But uh, what I'm going to do is, if I'm close, if I I think I can do it, I, I will play a fifth game and beat it. Okay. But if I'm not going to come you close, know. I'm not going to push it. Ooh. Don't push it so I can give you crap. <laughs> Is that a challenge? Oh, yeah, it's a challenge. It's going to be Stanley Parable, though. Well, then I'm looking at the, the calendar. It's already the 8th. Yeah. And I've only put four hours into a game I had already half beaten. So chances aren't very good for completing four in February. Yeah. Okay. Did you play anything else? Um, no. 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 Will? Are you doing sit-ups? Uh, I haven't... No, I'm just messing oh. with the camera. It's kind of fun having a mobile camera. Oh, boy. He's going to start his vlog. 
Will, will you will you man the Thumbstick Athletes vlog? Mm. Yeah, of course. You can call it Will's World. I liked that when he said that. Yep, that was good. Okay. Can I bring it to the gym and show people all the six sets I do? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You just show have to be talking about. You just have to be talking about video games the whole time. I can do that actually. A coworker who just got hired in my department is a huge gamer, so we talked about video games all day today. So that oh, was yes. enjoyable. Doesn't that somebody I know that. or somebody new? Somebody brand new. Nice. He was, there was explaining um, the entire story to Nier and Drakengard and all that, like the like because Atomiduck comes from the first Nier game, which came from Drakengard. He was explaining all the stories behind all of the games because I didn't yeah. know any of it. Yeah. So he's like that level of gamer. He's not nice. like, oh, like I duty. He's he's breaking down near Automata in the we, previous sequel. We don't generally have much in common with duty, bro. No. Oh, somehow you let me on here. You're you. You don't have much in common with duty, bro. Right. There's a little depth to you, Eric. <laughs> we thought you'd fit. But forward February progress haven't started. I haven't started. No, I think nice. I'm gonna play Oxen Free maybe Sunday. Oxen Free's on mobile too. Uh, yeah, yeah it is. It's, on, it's on mobile too. So if you want, you can play it there. Take it with you places. Yeah, the thing is, I want to play Oxen Free in one sitting. Uh, oh. And if I'm gone from home for the four hours to beat it, I'm not gonna have that four hour chunk to play. Yeah play through it all uh unless i was like in the car and somebody was driving but right um but yeah i'm gonna try and play oxen free and try to maybe get finding paradise done by next week because i know i can blitz through those games pretty quick and then i would have wolfenstein and horizon which i probably would only be able to finish one if i do beat three games um so i don't think there's a way i'll beat it but be all four games but We'll see. You never know. You just gotta stop sleeping. You know, I have a real hard time not getting, like, nine hours of sleep. I don't mm. know. I don't function well. By the way, Dan, have you read any of the Dynasty Warriors 9 stuff? No, I'm... I'm I actually wanted to talk about this during my week. I'm torn. Because next week, Dynasty Warriors 9 comes out. Kingdom Come, De- Kingdom Come Deliverance comes out. And Bayonetta 2 and 1 come out. On Friday. Well, um, Dan. Well, I can't afford um, all of them. What am I going to do? I'm going to be getting Dynasty Warriors 9 on PC because that's oh, the only one that doesn't have the frame issues. Perfect. The other ones are having, like, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox, like, normal consoles are having, like, huge issues with frame drops. Okay. Um, so I think the best bet is PC. Unless it's just there's a terrible PC port, but. Which happens. Let's hope so. Because I kind of want to play that. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a PS4 Pro, Eric? No. No, you don't. Yeah, like people were saying don't that rub the it in. drops were in like the 15. We should talk about that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the time. Yeah, I was a little annoyed when I called GameStop Friday. The guy was kind of a, kind of a jerk about it. No. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, no, that's definitely an error. I'm like, but it says here. And he's like, yeah, no, that's definitely a misprint. I was like, okay. Okay, well, I didn't misprint it, so somebody did. <laughs> so somebody did, so I'm coming in to trade in my PlayStation for 350 Yeah. Have it packed up and ready to go, because I'm in a hurry. I wanted to push him, but like I just knew I wasn't in the mood to have that battle. 
Yeah. I wasn't either, otherwise I may have. Yeah, we had the screen screenshot and everything, but I don't know. I don't know why that was so horribly misprinted if it was. Like, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, they clarified it later. Uh, I think, Eric, you showed you sent us the picture, right, of the clarified ad? I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely not nearly as good of a deal as the $350 towards a PS4 Pro. I would be willing to pay 100 for the PlayStation Pro after turning in my PlayStation 4, but not 200 I think wasn't your PlayStation Four worth like one? Is it one fifty? Is it one fifty or two hundred? I don't remember. Okay, you get fifty dollars extra trading credit if you trade towards PS Four Pro. Okay, which is not very much. No, that's not enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, no progress on four in February. Yeah, I will. Like I said, unlike last year, I will at least start my games. Okay. So. Sounds good. Hey, has anybody ever beat a game live while we were recording? Uh, no, I think <laughs> that would be I a might, first. I might beat Celeste here in a few minutes. <laughs> that would be a first. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. In. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because I used to play games while we recorded all the time. Corey, I met the flags. Nice. There's a couple challenging ones. Ah, Maybe for suckers like you. I'm a bit of a sucker. I would say once I got to the flags, it was probably another half hour. Okay. You may have time. You may yet. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go. So I started two of my four in February games. I started uh, Cosmic Star Heroin, which I played nice. for about an hour um, on the on the Steam Link. Uh, I like it so far. Uh, I just got to the I guess base. I did the intro, the whole intro sequence. Uh, the pixel art in that game is amazing. Mm-hmm. The environments are really cool. And then when you go to a new area, it has like a, a portrait of pixel art of where you're going. And those are amazing. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember any of those, Corey. I don't um, remember those specific. Oh, it's, no. it's really beautiful pixel art. Um, yeah. So it's a great looking game. I'm, I'm interested in the story. I only, like I said, only played about an hour. Um, so yeah, the thing about that game that sucks is that there's not enough going on. I mean, it's all it's just like a main story kind of thing, which it's, I guess it's linear. yeah, it's it's extremely linear. I mean, the combat kind of changes things up a little bit, but other than that, it's it just feels super linear. Yeah, you know, you're not making decisions at all about anything along the way. It's just kind of I don't know, yep. and it sucks. It sucks because it's such a cool world. I like the characters. Uh, it seems like there's a lot going on in this universe they've created, but there's just nothing to discover on right. your own. Okay. Yeah, so the, I played that, but the game I played the most of, uh, and I'm pretty close to having it beaten, is Portal 2. Nice. Uh, oh. Portal 2 is absolutely amazing. What an amazing game. Uh, it's one of the funniest games I've ever played. It's not maybe not quite as funny as like uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth, but um, it's it's very entertaining. The the some of the characters are voice acted by really famous actors uh, like Wheatley. It's voice acted by because I I recognize the voices and I have to find out who it is. So Wheatley is voice acted by Stephen Merchant. Oh, and uh, nice. Uh, there's a Cave Johnson. 
Corey, you remember? Cape I recognize Johnson? that name. What's it, what's that from? He's 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 voice acted by uh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really well done. I didn't know I, that. The puzzles are amazing. the The story's amazing. It's it's very entertaining game. Uh, it makes me pine for a Portal Three because I love Portal. I think Portal Two is even better. I'd love to see a Portal Three. I, th- I would Valve say doesn't do trilogies. I was just gonna I say I, I would say that that's 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 done. No, more like more likely than like a Half Life Three. Okay. Or what else are they waiting on for three? Yeah, I feel Left, like it would be dead. E- for dead, yeah. I feel like it would be easier to do a Portal Three than a Half Life Three. I I don't know about easier to do, but more difficult to screw up. I think. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, what is it? It's it's puzzles. It's yeah. going into rooms, and you know, as long as there's some clever puzzles, I, I don't know that anybody could be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I think a Portal One and Two on the switch in a box set be mind blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing. Especially Uh, if you could do multiplayer. Oh man. Yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So good. But anyway, yeah, I I love portal two. I honestly, like if I had played it when it first came out, it probably would have been in my top five games of all time. It's that good. So. Cool. Are you gonna go nice. back and play one, or have you? Played I already, one? I already played one. I played right. one a few years ago. I think I did it for four in February a few years ago, nice. or I might have just played it on a whim too. That's always possible. But yeah, if you haven't played the Portal games, it's it definitely play them. I, I think uh, first person puzzle games are an underrated genre of mind. You're a big fan of those, Dan. Yes, uh, Talos Principle. Uh, Turing test portal. So you play the witness. I did not play the witness. Good. I want to play the witness. I'm nervous. Ab- some witness. I'm nervous about the witness only because the puzzles are not environmental. They are line puzzles. Okay. That's so. a dumb game. Anyway, you can skip it. <laughs> no, I will play it at some point. But <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've played. Um, I've also been playing Super Mario Run. Oh, God. What's the matter with you? It's <laughs> yeah, not, what? It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Oh. What? Um, this drug. Is this is this Dan Murtha? <laughs> well, the thing is, kids, my, right? my ki- well, it's because of the kids. The kids play it a lot. Um, they have this new thing that they do. Called, it's called Remix 10. And it's just, ten, you play 10, like, short little levels. Uh, it's part. It's free too. Like I haven't paid for the full on game, and I, I, I never, w- well, probably never will. Uh, maybe if I get enough Google Play credit rewards, I'll, I'll buy it. But um, yeah, it's the kid. The kids of what got what got me into it. We do toad rallies too against each other, which is fun. Yeah, blame it on the kids, Dan. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dan, you sick pervert. <laughs> so, uh, but that's you know occasional, and then I. Pokemon Go, I still fire up a few times a day. <laughs> so, catch, I've, catch local Pokemon. I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion that Pokemon Go was a game I played during the summer and fall, mm-hmm. um, but not during the winter and spring. Yeah. Do they, have they done seasonal Pokemon yet? They not put seasonal. Gen 3 in. Yeah, Generation 3 is slowly being 
put in. What they did was, due to the weather that's going on, uh, is what Pokemon pop up. So, like, say yep. it's sunny, you'll get, like, grass Pokemon or, like, fire Pokemon. If it's raining, you'll get water Pokemon. If it's snow, you'll get ice Pokemon. I like um, that. Yeah, so it's a little bit more uh, variance to what you'll see in your area. As opposed to, like, people couldn't get Pokemon like Magnemite unless they're in, like, cities like New York City or, like, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, how how so strict now, is when, that, or does it just, like, a rarity percentage? It's a percentage. Yeah. Okay, you'll still so get... It's, it's uh, not, still, like... You'll still it's get not your... like okay, it's raining, so you're only going to get water Pokemon. Right? No, yeah, that's yeah. not the case. It's just a just higher, more likely okay. spawning. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, you'll get, you'll still get Pidgeys and yeah. all that stuff. Oddishes. I have Oddishes a million Oddishes here. Isn't that your um, favorite Pokemon, Dan? No. Mm. No, it is not. Who is it? Whose favorite Pokemon was Oddish? I don't know, but oh, they have is... horrible taste. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, did anyone play anything else? Eric, you didn't play anything else, right? No, just Celeste, my man. Celeste, okay. So that's everything. Okay. Feedback. Let me just check Facebook. Did we ever mention that we were going to talk Life is Strange spoilers? No, I didn't know if we were. I didn't know if we were going to. If Will wasn't able to join us, I didn't know. I didn't want to mm. tease that I, if he wasn't gonna make it on. You better believe I did everything I could to get on this so I could talk spoilers. Yeah. Um. God bless you, Will. I had this and Dragon Ball to talk about. I needed to be on. People <laughs> needed me. Dan, I know it's annoying, but it might not hurt to go back and record something yeah. saying that yeah. for the top of the episode just i i just worry about people who are tun- tuning in for the first time no ever uh okay we just have one piece of feedback so alex will be our game winner all right congrats get in there alex all right here he goes he says, hey, fellas, it's been a while, but I've been traveling, visiting family. I had an interesting visit with my bro-in-law about Shadow of War. This is what he said. Quote, at the end, at the end uh, they make you do serious grinding, like not even as a side quest or anything. To beat the main game, you have to do this. They make you grind for a ridiculous amount of time. The whole time I was like, it's fine. I can just beat this. I'll find out what happens next in the story. Nope. You finish the grinding and you are greeted with a two-minute cutscene that doesn't explain shit. It literally tells you everything you know from Lord of the Rings movies. It doesn't even tell you what happened to Celebrimbor. It doesn't cover anything and then the game is over. I honestly think the in, in the entire 145 hours I put into the game, maybe five of those hours was actual story gameplay. The rest was literal bullshit filler that has zero substance. I feel like a different team worked on this. There wasn't any of the passion in this game. No touching emotional elements, no memorable characters, and absolutely no character development whatsoever. So there's that. Uh, end quote. So there's that. A few weeks ago, you guys were talking about drinking, and Dan said, as long as it's wet and gets you smashed. And no one said, that's what she said. Have a great <laughs> Good catch, Alex. Yeah. Wow. yeah. We disappointed there. I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Shadow of War. I definitely got that. I had planned on beating it because I really enjoyed the game. Uh, you know, very tight gameplay. I had a lot of back and forth with specific orc bad guys that, from the Nemesis system. But the last chapter of the game, the Shadow War, 
is literally just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, I think there's 10 sections where you have to recapture uh, or defend your keeps that you have. And it starts off like you have to defend one keep or you have to defend two keeps. But I think the last maybe three chapters, you have to defend all five keeps in all five areas um, to be able to advance to the next section of that chapter. And it literally would take forever, you know, Uh, and they get progressively harder it's just Will and his camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I know. It's a. It, uh, <laughs> Sorry. You, no, that's fine. You you, you look well, like you an, an, uh, one of those in, Instagram <laughs> male celebrities. Yes. I was a celebrities. Yes. Um, it's disappointing. I deleted all my social media. I feel like I found my calling tonight. Oh, you did? Yeah. I haven't been on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook in two months now. Yeah. That's a boy. I don't miss social media in the slightest. I'll tell you, they really messed with Snapchat. I'm a little annoyed. I can't find anything anymore. Again? They messed with it? Yeah. You had a nice Snapchat the other day, Corey. That was... My my nipple post? Your nipple was out. That was bizarre. My wife showed me. <laughs> I think I had just finished dinner. Maybe that's what gave me my indigestion. Hot snacks? Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. Uh, I, right on with the, the Shadow of War. It's almost like, I don't know. You don't want to go to the, the route of they just want you to spend money on the microtransactions to speed up that process but it really feels like that's what they did and that's why i stopped playing that game even though i was probably 70 hours in and uh three or four sections into the the last chapter i just there was no reason for me to keep playing it you know i had other things to play i'm not into the whole games as service thing um so i called it quits yeah i guess we called it quits at the right time yeah, I probably went past the right time. I probably could have gave up like ten or fifteen hours earlier, but yeah, I was enjoying the game. So it's kind of a bummer, though, that you put in all that work for no reason. I would be extremely annoyed. Yeah, I mean, I had a really good time with the game. That was what got me through the wee hours of my extra life too. I think I played that for the last like nine hours straight. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, so. Uh, I mean, and you, we talked about it, but the, the controls are really, really good for it, too, so that helps. Shadow, did Shadow of War make any appearance in the Thummies? Uh, I think I nominated it for a couple things. but Oh, you know what? I think I had it for the multiplayer one. Yeah. But not it wasn't close to winning any awards or anything, I don't think. No. So. Okay. That is it for feedback, so we'll do the game giveaway for Alex. We sure will. I just made a major mistake. I was sending well, well not a mistake, but I was sending Tate his game that he won a few weeks ago and didn't realize that there were multiple games attached to it. 
and the one I sent him was the wrong one. Uh huh. So I sent him the follow up with the right one. So he just got like five games. All right. Bank hey, error in your favor, Tate. Yeah. That's what happens when you listen to our podcast. Yeah. You get great point, games. Will. Yeah, because we're a bunch of idiots. So <laughs> everyone wins. 115 for Alex. What is 115? Fear 2, Project <laughs> Origin. Mm-hmm. Fear 2. When are they coming out with a new fear? I feel like we're due. It would be Fear 4. Yeah. 47 is Puzzle Agent 2. So Fear 2, Project Origin, Puzzle Agent 2. Did we ever figure out what Puzzle Agent is? No. Yeah, I'm sure we looked it up, but it didn't stick with any of us. Number nine, Beyond Eyes. What is that? That's the the one where the girl's blind? Yep. Gotcha. 123, Broken Sword, Director's Cut. That might be a good one. Is that five or four? Fear 2, Project Origin, Puzzle Agent 2, Beyond Eyes, Broken Sword, Director's Cut. That's a point and click, right? I have no idea. Point and click adventure. Take a break from Celeste here. And number 87 is Race the Sun. I think these are all decent games. I'm just not familiar with them except for Fear. Yeah, it's an, an adventure game, point and click. Okay. Broken Sword. So again, Alex, your options are Fear 2, Project Origin, Puzzle Agent 2, Beyond Eyes, Broken Sword, Director's Cut, and Race the Sun. Nice. Okay. Um, I always feel like after we get done with feedback, we're, we, we're, we have another segment, but it was the football yeah. stuff that we don't do anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. We could talk about Josh McDaniels screwing the Colts. We could. He's a jerk. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. We could talk about the Super Bowl. Great yeah. outcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a cool game. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched the first half and the end of the game. Yeah, I didn't watch much of the beginning um, just because the kids were all still awake and watched the end. It was a, it was a good Super Bowl, which is... A nice it was. Change. It was a really good Super Bowl, unless you like defense. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't. I do like defense, but it's okay if it's at least a close game, you know. It was a shootout for sure. Yeah. Nick Foles looked really good. I'll say, it was pretty cool how he successfully caught that pass. <laughs> oh my god, that was Touchdown. amazing, wasn't it? That was yeah. pretty cool, especially uh, after the Patriots had screwed up the exact same play. <laughs> Brady dropped. I mean, it was a little bit high, but it was I catchable. Mean, I could have caught that. Yeah, hit him in the head. Yeah, I could have caught that. Yep. I actually had slept through the entire first half. Saw that play. Fell back asleep. Woke up in the fourth quarter at some point. So I saw about twelve percent of the Super Bowl this year. Uh-huh. What about that halftime show? Little JT. Little JT. He screwed me over. Oh, yeah, your streak. Oh, I was so mad. (laughs) I wasn't going to touch it either, and I knew. I freaking knew not to do it. And my friend, Joanna, was over, 
is a huge Justin Timberlake fan. She's like, no, 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 Eric, he's going to wear a hat. He always wears a hat. He didn't wear, he a, didn't hat. wear a hat. There went my streak. Bunch of crap. <sighs> we have a little side game we do on ESPN streak for those that are wondering what streak is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty consistently, my losing streaks are better than my winning streaks. Yeah, Corey, your win percentage is not great. Yep. Uh, hey, pretty bad. Right. You'll figure it out. I lost on curling tonight. Ooh. Oh, oh, that's man. right. Well, Olympics. with the good old US of A. They're still qualifying, right? They haven't, the Olympics haven't started, yeah. have they? No, I think they officially start tomorrow. Yeah, okay. some events are on tonight, though. Ooh, yeah, there's well, some, something on tonight. It's tomorrow yeah. in South Korea, isn't it? I don't know. Or are they behind us? No, they're not, because Australia they're ahead, is... of, they're ahead of us. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah. That's everything, right? Suffer life is strange before the storm spoilers. Yeah, do we uh do we know have any idea what we might do next week? No. Didn't we have something in the queue? Yes. I don't know. What's coming out? What came out? We- Didn't stuff some cool stuff come out this week? Kingdom Come Deliverance and uh, Dynasty Warriors 9 come out on Tuesday next week. I said cool stuff, Dean. How dare you? I'm I'm, just I, I'm nervous about Kingdom Come. I'm going to wait for reviews before I buy it, even though I have a really good uh, Green Man Gaming voucher. I'm still going to wait. It's going to expire tomorrow, but I can't pull the trigger until I see some review scores. So... Because, you know, if I don't have to worry about buying that, I'll just save it up for something else. You know? Right on. Yeah, I know. I got you. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode 342 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Merrick. Will. Corey. Uh, stay tuned for Life is Strange spoilers. Right? After yes, the sir. After, after oh. the outro. Um, thanks for listening and get out of my basement. All right, and we are for a hangover on the Life is Strange Before the Storm. Uh, Will finally played through it too, so oh yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get into it, shall we? Um, Will, I want to I want to start with you, yeah, because you from the first game really did not like Chloe, not and, at all, right? And I want to know if playing Life is Strange Before the Storm as Chloe gave you some insight into her psyche and if it made you change your opinions on her at all. Yeah, no, I actually liked her a lot in Life is Strange Before the Storm, way Mm. more than than I did in the original Life is Strange. 
I will say, however, though, she wasn't my favorite character in the new, well, in the prequel. Uh, Rachel Amber ended up being my favorite character in it. Uh But I do see why Chloe was the way that she was in the original Life Life is Strange, because a lot went on in this game that kind of, you know, being a young teenager, I could see really, really affecting Uh her growing up. Uh, so I, I totally understand why she was the way that she was and Life is Strange and why she was always so aggressive, why she was mad at Max. Like, I I understood all of that. Yeah. Way more than me just thinking she's being whiny and needs to suck it up. Yeah, she she went through some things, that's for sure. Yeah, totally. And, like, the scenes where she was being, like, I don't want to say haunted, but, like, kept seeing her dad uh, and those, like, little scenes, like, halfway through the episode. like. Yeah. That was just like beautifully done all every time they did it, in my opinion, and like how it always like went wrong and he would like die again and she would like see it like, yeah, you know, like I thought that was all beautifully done. Like, you know, being that age and losing a parent, like I can't imagine. So, yeah, it gave me a lot of respect for for Chloe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my primary question because I know you were adamant about your dislike for Chloe. I know me and Corey liked Chloe um, from the first one, liked her spirit at the very least. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's got a fighter spirit, that's for sure. Yes, she does. Uh, I talked about it when when I played it, but when you first kind of come across Rachel Amber. It's you get a little starstruck because she, her, you know, her ghost haunts the entire first game. Uh, you know, she's this this specter and on the back of everyone's mind with her being missing and and stuff. And and to see her in in person, it's, it was very very strange. Life is strange. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Dan, it's funny. Like when she came in to save you at the concert. Yeah. Uh, I kind of was like, oh my god, that, that's the that's Rachel Amber. Like, that's the Rachel Amber. Yeah, that girl that like everybody was freaking out over in the first game, like where like where she was, all that. And then when you find out she's actually dead, you're like, holy crap! Like, but who is this character? To actually actually see her and hear her talk, it's kind of it's a weird, a weird feeling. I don't know. Yeah. Let's get into your thoughts, Corey. It's been a while for me. It's been a couple months at this point. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to recall everything. I mean, I, I think I think the game is one thing up until the point where the the truth about Rachel Rachel Amber's origins is revealed, and yeah. then it becomes something totally different. And um, I really appreciated that because it kind of it kind of went from like this this young couple seemingly falling in love like the story sort of loses its innocence after that point and it becomes a very serious thing and i guess i guess that's kind of the case in uh the first game too yeah i guess that's what we appreciate so much about it you know it's a very relatable tale to begin with and then it turns into just this this dark twisted story um and I think I think that whole storyline about like her true mother and stuff, I I found that stuff fascinating. And yeah, you know, you kind of try to put yourself in Rachel Amber's shoes, and you start to understand like the predicament that she's in and and why she's the way she is. And yeah, um, I mean, I couldn't even imagine something like that happening to me. Could you guys like? Well, especially finding that out when you're 
what, 17, 16? Yeah. Your that, formative that's, years. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's, it is, it is crazy. I, I, and it was cool because that moment in the park when you're looking through the, the yeah. thing and then she just like all of a sudden wants to get drunk and you're like, well, what is wrong with this girl? Like at that moment, I'm like, wait a minute, I need to distance myself as far away from this girl as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, just cause she just seemed to like snap like bipolar or something like that. I mean, come to find out it's because you were witnessing her father kiss yeah. the other woman. Um, and I don't know, like, where did you guys land on that whole thing? What, what, ultimately, what decision did you make? Let's start there. Oh, at the end? Yeah. That was, uh, I want to say, that was a super hard decision because yeah. you are growing up taught to be there for people. So, like, you don't know if telling her the truth or lying to her is the best way to be there for somebody. You know what yeah. I mean? For something yeah. like that. Uh, so I actually kept it from her. Yeah, so did I. But I had a hard time trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So we all did then. Okay. Yeah, one of the cool things about it is you could see what we we can see what each other did. People on your friends list, you you can see what they did and what what happened worldwide to what what everyone chose. Yeah, I ultimately ended up uh keeping keeping it from her because I can't remember my reasoning now why I decided that. I wish I'd written it down at the time, but yeah, you you don't, especially, I don't know. I guess I can't verbalize what I was thinking months ago. Yeah, and I'm kind of in the same boat, Dan, but I just remember thinking to myself, like, her happiness is almost more important. Yeah. I don't know. I but think you part- have that, that trouble, like, is lying to her. Is that the right way to go about it? Because we're always taught that we shouldn't lie, you know, yeah. well, <laughs> like loved ones. So it's weird, like predicament you're in. Yeah, in the back of my mind too, I I knew she wasn't gonna live much longer. That's and I didn't want to sour her last year or whatever of life, okay, uh, and have her be depressed for for that time, you know. Yeah, so that it, was. You bring up another point too, Dan. Uh, something that I struggled with in playing this game is is knowing like where certain characters end up and and how they are. It's, yeah. I mean, it, to me, it was kind of cool to see Frank uh, in a more friendly role yeah. than yeah. in the the previous game. That was kind of cool and different. Uh, but the relationship with Chloe and her dad, like I knew he ultimately turned out to be a pretty good guy in the last game. He saved her life, I think. Right? Saved Max. Yeah. Saved Max. Oh, uh, not her, David. David, yeah, her David, yep, her step, 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 yep, step douche, yep, step, <laughs> step douche, um, yeah. So, like, I kind of struggled with that because I didn't, I didn't want the first game to influence my playthrough here, but I think they kind of expected that, and in some cases, played into it, like the the Frank character, yeah. Um, that was that was well done, but I, I did find myself fighting that that feeling especially in the interactions with david it's like ah, i feel like i should be a bitch to him here but i know he's kind of he just means well for us but he, he's he, just, what he did was uncalled for so i should yeah. be mean back i don't know he definitely has some social issues oh yeah and a uh, specific example for that i'm sorry to interrupt you will but uh when he makes you empty your your pockets yeah. uh, after you yep. get expelled. Like that was a, a moment where I was like, well, I know he means well, but he's an asshole. So yeah, There's I'm going to fight back a little here. Yeah. Go ahead. Will. I'm sorry. 
I was going to say, I did the being nice to David more for your mother in the game. Uh, she really wanted it, and like you could tell with how strenuous the relationship was between the three of them like all the time, that the least I could do as Chloe, as the daughter of her, to like try at least right. and be cordial. Yep. Um, although there were times like when you had to empty your pockets, which I didn't even think was that bad of a thing to make her do, considering her... <laughs> Her track record yeah. <laughs> um, wasn't that insane for him to ask that. But even then, like, I was kind of uh, standoffish to him after he made me do that. But Did you guys try to, when you went in the garage, did you try to look for his cameras and stuff? Is No. I looked I around, yeah. Yeah, I was hoping to uncover it, but I didn't find anything. It must not have been set up yet in the, the canon timeline of Life is Strange. How that game took place the previous semester right before max got there that i think it it's further back than that wasn't it wasn't it two years or something yeah uh, there had to be a decent time frame because you know that uh chloe and rachel amber's relationship sours a little bit and rachel has a relationship with frank before she goes missing oh, oh yeah that's oh, right. that's right i forgot about that yeah i totally forgot about that too um nathan prescott was another one too that i struggled like knowing what i know i tried to be nice to him for the most part he wanted no part of that though no he really didn't i stood up for him to the football player too yep and then and then you feel bad about that because it's it's (laughs) mikey mikey's older brother which i didn't realize at the time (laughs) i had no idea on that yep (laughs) After you just got, to, I think that was like right after you just get done playing D and D with Mikey yep. and and Steph. I didn't know that was Mikey's older brother, and then his whole thing with his dad, like you know, and and Chloe going in to steal his money. Yeah, yeah, that was. That's, and that for me, like that, what you just described there, Dan. That's what like endears me to this game the title of it is life is strange and i think like that's a perfect example life is strange and you never really know what's going on behind the scenes with anybody you know it's just strange things are happening with everybody Uh yeah like playing this game there were just so many moments where i was just sitting there i'm like wow this this game is amazing uh there's just like it i wanted to ask you that question will um did you have a favorite moment because I know I think Dan and I talked a little bit about it, but I'm trying to remember because like, like I think a, two weeks out, um, you guys are obviously further. But uh, I, the D and D moment was one that I really really liked. Um, and as dumb as it sounds, I like the like cutesy moments uh, that yeah. like Chloe and Rachel have. I always really I don't know what it is about it, but like it always kind of kind of. I think Life is Strange does the high school relationship as like stupid as it sounds, but I think they do it really well in capturing like how you know a it can be very immature, um, but b it can also be kind of awesome at the same time. And I yeah. think Life is Strange captures it really, really well. And like totally one agree. of the moments is like when you're walking with Rachel after the play, like the yes. play yeah. I thought was an incredible moment in the game. Yep. Uh, yep. And then after, like you're sitting there and she's like asking you, "We should just leave. You know, we're flying high right now. Let's just get out of here." And you kind of like gotta evaluate: Do I want to do that? And then you want her to prove it, and you can either like kiss her, get the neck or the bracelet, or I don't know. I don't remember what the other decision was, but like I don't know, just moments like that. I think they do just a really good job, like encapsulating, 
you know, the high school relationship aspect to it. Which yeah, we've you, all experienced. Well, yeah, you can tell that this this game wasn't written by neckbeards who had no, <laughs> no high school relationship, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which can which can happen with a lot of video games. You know, a lot of times the types of people that are making them aren't necessarily the the, right, the most appropriate making, people yeah. to be making the game. Um, but I think in this case, you can tell there's a, a genuine understanding and uh, experience as it relates to that stuff. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that example, though, Will, and uh, my favorite second favorite moment, but it's like comparing comparing apples to oranges comes shortly after that. When is it after that? I don't remember. Maybe before. But when uh, I think it's after Rachel finds out the truth about her mom and then she's upstairs laying in bed and then you go up and then you build that little star yeah. thing and then. You talk about <laughs> this is interesting. She she met she mentions at some point like how the stars are all every star you look at is now has died. Yeah. Um, and I started thinking about that and I actually did a bunch of research and it turns out that that is wholly inaccurate. I, I guess the, say, yeah. the the true number right. is like every star you every star you can see has it's like just under ten percent chance of being burnt out okay uh, because most of the stars that you see well all of the stars that you enough. see are are within our galaxy so yeah. the our galaxy spans ten thousand light years yeah. so that's not that long in cosmic time long. yeah but uh that that jumped out of me and that was a great great moment i i just laid and listened to the music with her yeah. for a while you know to get I did the, too. soak it in yeah because like it's at the point like what do you if you're chloe what do you really say to Rachel after that like, like you're 16 like you don't you have no idea what to say like right. Six, that's 16, not 16 and she doesn't have much tact either really <laughs> yeah. like when you're trying to do the stuff for the parents like in the house like getting ready for dinner like yeah. some of the things she was saying you're like oh my god Chloe. yeah but at the same time she's also a wordsmith you know she's she's clever and witty so yeah yeah, and that was fun to to see play out because I don't think you got a good impression of that in the in the first game, um, yeah. but in this one, like she's still in school and there's teachers telling her, you know, you're you're so witty, you're so smart, but you're squandering it. Yeah. Um, so I, I I appreciated that. Another thing I thought was really cool, uh, and I'm sorry I'm jumping around. I'm all the no, stuff is fine. starting to to come back come to back, me, but yeah. um is when the game first starts and you have your cell phone and you can go back and look at the text messages yep. from Max that you had conversations with Max and she kind of just started to ignore you after a certain point. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Cause you can kind of understand why she's starting to get a little fed up or like, you know, fed up with Max as a person and like how she feels abandoned. Yeah. Cause not only did she lose her father and her, you know, her mom's bringing in somebody she doesn't like, but her best friend has also. moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't really have a lot around to make her happy. And while she has that potential that the teachers talk about, she just kind of squanders it. Squanders it on pot and alcohol. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but uh, the one part that was the most disconcerting for me was when Chloe had broken into the Rachel Amber house and was rifling through uh mr amber's office looking for clues yeah and your friend kind of corners you there and uh reads you the riot act that really put put me off to that character i can't even remember what his name is 
Elliot, he, I think. Elliot, Elliot, yeah. Is he is he in the first Life is Strange? I don't he remember is. him. Yeah, isn't he, is he the? Really? He's friends with Max, isn't he? No, that was another guy. I thought he's the guy that you can you can either go for Chloe or the other dude. And I think I don't think it's Elliot. No, it's not Elliot. Nope, you're right. He's just in Before the Storm. Okay. Probably yeah, because I didn't remember. Been. What the what the heck is his, uh, Max's friend's name? I can't think of it. Warren. Warren. Yes, thank you. Yeah. That's what it is. So Elliot is friends with Warren. So maybe, okay. But no, Dan, you're right. That was a very like disconcerting part of the game. Yeah. It was kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, he was just there. <laughs> Because I knew he liked Chloe, but like, yep. I didn't know he was crazy. Yeah, that would that that. Of all the things that happened in the game, I think that was that made me feel the weirdest. Well, yeah. Right. Not only that, you're also going through Rachel's dad stuff, and you find out he's put the hit on your biological mom. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, this well, yeah. is a lot to take in. I started to ask that before, but where did you guys land on that? Do you think there's more than meets the eye? Probably. Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, she was a drug addict. Like, you know. I'm still. I, I mean, I'm still not convinced that her their her dad um, wasn't hooking up with her mom. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that, that the, was, the right? well, the embrace and the kiss, right? Like, yeah, I think that's that's the clue there. I don't know. I just I think there's more going on than. I guess when the game ends, it leaves you with a lot of questions, and that's not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, I did. Like, did Frank kill Damien? You know, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he did, but yeah. you don't know for sure because you get knocked unconscious and get woken up a few hours later by Rachel's mom. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of the ending, what did you guys think of the after credits scene? I didn't have a problem with that. I know you said you hated it, Corey, but I I didn't have a problem with it. I did. I thought it was a little exploitative because it had nothing to do with Before the Storm. I think it was just it was meant it's fine because it was after the credits, but I think it was it was just put there to elicit a a emotion of some sort. And I didn't feel like it was earned. Uh, I don't know. It's it's set up for what happens in Life is Strange. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I don't know. I just I thought it was a cheap that, shot. That was for me... that was for me what t- what really tied the two games together. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in, no, the, I, you just, in the you just back went... of my mind, I have you had what happened to Rachel Amber, you know, throughout the entire game. Like it's in the back of your head. It was in the back of my mind anyway. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. That's why when like you could hear the pictures being taken <clears> and you're in uh, Jefferson's like bunker, you're like, oh yeah, here we are. But it just kind of, I guess it kind of just made me feel like everything I I just went through was for no good reason. And I I would almost rather have, I would almost rather, but I would almost rather have that epiphany on my own than have it fed to me, you know, because I would have. Yeah. Eventually, you know, after, after the emotions from before the storm faded away, I I probably would have come to that realization. Like, oh my God, like everything I just did doesn't you know she's she's gonna die she's gonna get killed because i don't know i couldn't be there for her yeah yeah i don't know maybe that's just me sounds like it's just me 
No, I, I actually kind of see why you think that. Uh, you kind of wanted to work for that conclusion on your own instead of having it hand like fed to you. I get yeah. that completely. I just for me, I didn't, I didn't have as much of an issue with it. I think maybe because you hated it, Corey, so much that when I wouldn't do it, I expected way worse. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes um, sense. So that definitely could have played a part in it. So what's next? I don't know, but I hope they do more. Yeah, I'm with you. I really, really love that world and the characters. And where, yeah. where would you like to see them take it then? I, don't, I would they do uh, after after the storm? You know, would that be the next thing? Of that... Maybe Chloe and Max returning to Arcadia Bay after a year on the road or whatever. I don't know what they would do, but yeah, that seems like. A be the play if they did before the storm like the current like after seems like it would be the next one yeah you know i think you almost have to remove max from it time travel powers yeah i don't know maybe not i guess you could come up with something cool but i was also surprised at how well the back talk mechanic worked yeah i thought it was pretty cool um it was cool it didn't compare to the the time travel thing but I don't know. I still thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the time travel thing was more of a puzzle, whereas that one's more like quick time events, you know? Yeah, don't screw it up. I don't think I ever got one wrong. Uh, I messed up a couple of them, but not... I ultimately was successful. So, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Will, you have anything else you want to say? Uh, no. I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinion real quick, though, on the ending sequence where you're talking to Rachel's mom. What did you, like, what did you think of that whole thing? I don't remember. Can, do you, can you guys refresh my memory? Uh, yeah, uh, so Chloe is trying to convince Rachel's mom to meet with Rachel, because Rachel went through all this trouble to try to meet with her. And Rachel's mom is kind of like, just like, no, I, you know, it's best if I just go. And she's also high at the time. Yeah, because she got she got needled by uh, Damien, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, and that was she apparently had gotten clean, so that was her first high after being clean for a while. So. Yeah, I kind of liked what she said, where she's like, you know, I was never there for her as yeah. a mother. I kind of really failed her. Uh, and at least her father was there for her. Granted, he's done some very skeptical things, and he might not be the best person. But to not make Rachel hate him, too. You know? Yeah, that was a, so, another factor in the reason why I didn't uh, rat out Mr. Amber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was was the wishes of, of Rachel's mother. Yeah. And, like, that. all the... All that stuff coming together, like I, that's why I think Rachel might be my favorite Life is Strange character because there's a lot going on there, and I understand why she was screwed up and crazy. Kind of yeah. felt for her the whole game. Yeah, yeah. I only have one more question for the Tempest. Did you guys cheat, or did you remember the whole play? I, I screwed. I screwed up a few of the parts. Um, I actually, for the most part, I, remember. I, I remembered all. I think I screwed up on one part. And remembered the rest. I took pictures on my phone of the script. script. <laughs> nice. I was laying in bed playing on the Steam Link, and I didn't want to 
get up to do that. Yeah. Let's see. That was that was such a cool moment. That would have been in one of my top moments for the like honestly, Life of a Strange Foot Storm would have charted pretty highly on my top five. Um it wouldn't have dethroned Breath of the Wild, but it could have been it could have been too. Yeah. Did uh, the D and D thing, Dan, did that come in second place for our best moment? I don't know if I voted for it. What? Because I didn't end up beating the beating the game before. Oh no. I think it, I know for a fact it was my number two. If I had it on the list, I've got my list right here. I could look real quick. That uh, speaking of where we want Life is Strange to go, uh, I, I've, I've said this before, but how cool would it be to play a game that's just you as Chloe going to play D and D regularly with Mikey, and like <laughs> you choose what you want to do as Chloe with all her colorful commentary, um, but you're like building up a character and you know leveling it up as you play this game so it has some rpg elements too yeah with i do not have a, that list with maybe a light uh arcadia bay kind of side story going on i'd be for that that'd be awesome yeah. that was th- that was a great moment like when you got to you know talk smack to that boss that steph had made like it was <laughs> so funny yeah that was awesome yeah, yeah but that's all i got that's all I have. I do want to replay the first one again. I was actually thinking about it. We should do a let's play of the first one. Uh, all of all three of us. I, no, maybe yeah, that's I one for you and Dan to do. Well, I'm um, for that. All I'm three interested. of us. I, yeah, I, I would be fine either way. I'm because I want to go back and revisit it because it's been two years since I played that one. So I kind of yeah. want to see what I missed in that. But, that's a great idea for let's play yeah and we kind of know the big story beats so we can shut up when they're going on and we can chat through the the more boring parts of the game yeah so okay all right well that's it for our episode uh thanks for joining us for the life is strange before the storm hangover